Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the pregame with Jubilee. Hi, this is Jubilee, and you are listening to the pregame on Thump. I'm here with Nick Hook this week, and we are going to talk about all different things, like Egyptian lover, and how stupid we are, and fuck everybody, and his album, and some road stories, and how long we've known each other. Before that, I'm going to play some music for you, some new stuff out right now, and then just wait for it. Yeah, she got a man, homie. Yeah, yeah, he wanna lay the hands on me. Yeah, but he should see the way she dance on me. Yeah, wishing I ain't had no pants on me. Yeah, she got a man, homie. Yeah, yeah, he wanna lay the hands on me. Yeah, but he should see the way she dance on me. Yeah, wishing I ain't had no pants on me. You man the moving kinda sicky, kinda pervy You man the moving kinda thirsty Tramps. Me have the girl them in a bungle Me have girl from Rima and Jungle Talk clear, me in a blood clot mumble Big man not in a little man fumble The girl describe me as a lighty The girl that tell me say she like me Kiss, Kiss me. me up, rub me back and start bite me As some big body girl that entice me Tantalize me, nobody chastise me Girl go weak in the knees from them side me And the one of them boyfriend go and fight me Because they never ever get a man like me Yeah, she got a man, homie, yeah And yeah, he wanna lay the hands on me, yeah But he should see the way she dance on me, yeah Wishing I ain't had no pants on me This girl not tell me say she want me Wally well, pack y'all in on my army And every day a different one of them a call me They call me up because I'm here get them horny Me get a call from Janet, but me never panic Bedroom bully, everything I get damaged Send on the big tick, run me off him and But me are not savage, I'm telling you I'm in there Tell your man I'm in there When I say I beat the pussy up, I'm being sincere She's all toned up, I'm wearing nothing but some swimwear I never cop her other donnies, wishing they was in there She likes my swagger and she said I'm kinda cheeky And I be running through the pussy kinda neatly I know their hobbies wanna beef me But I'm not watching that them guys are kinda neaky Idiots Yeah, she got a man, homie Yeah, and yeah, he wanna lay the hands on me Yeah, but he should see the way she dance on me Yeah, wishing I ain't had no pants on me Yeah, girl, me be sponsored Me a the girl, them sponsor Have Colleen and Sophie and Sandra This a no joke and a blood clap banter Serious thing 
Because the girl them start feeling for me And all the girl them out around them have a need for me I forgot a thing that keeps on telling me she's leaving me But on the other hand she said she wants to breathe for me Be a girl me response for Be a the girl them sponsor I've called and Sophie and Sandra This is not joke and not blood clap Panther Because the girl is not feeling for me And all the girl them out around them have a need for me Get that bitch mix, my sky down Make it come back in the home, team score 
It's like, oh my gosh, I missed you so much. I don't trust a word you say. How you gonna click up after your mistakes? Look you in the face and this is not the same. I've been down so long, it look like,
body, little my soul is heavy, my body, little my soul is heavy, my soul is heavy, my soul is heavy, Chelsea at Red Bull Studios. Um, we just massively lost the election last night, and everybody's trying to stay positive, and it isn't very easy. New York is very quiet right now. I live in Midtown. I haven't heard a peep in Midtown, even during rush hour. Um, but it is very nice to be here with Nick Hook and other people that I love. It's a loving room right now. It is a loving room right now, and because of the tone of the past 36 hours or so i feel like this podcast might be a little bit different of a structure i heard someone say today that they've been waiting their whole life for for marijuana to be legalized in california and they couldn't even smoke today yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) because they're too depressed yeah i actually tried to order my favorite food and I was like, this is going right in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to starve till I... Maybe <laughs> yeah. if we all go, like all 47 million of us that didn't vote for Trump go on a hunger strike, we'll be good. Yeah. Let's just all die. I mean, they're going to poison our food anyways. It's already been poisoned <laughs> so, for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> that coffee mate's not... That's, <laughs> that coffee... <laughs> the coffee mate I just put in my coffee at 8 o'clock at night... Um, is is not really the look, but how much worse can it get at this point? So. I think it's organic, though. There's no chemicals in there, so you're good. Uh, yeah, it's fat-free. Re- yeah, I can read all the ingredients <laughs> from over here. It's fat-free, gl- gluten-free, <laughs> and lactose-free. Yeah, it was, uh, it's grass-fed coffee, mate, <laughs> if you were wondering Oh, man, home. there are so many ingredients in this right now. Yeah. Um, speaking of fat-free <laughs> and... All that other stuff. You are you you are often on a diet of all. I don't I don't even know what your diet is. Can you help? <laughs> Do you want the elaborate version or the simple version? Um, we got time. We have a little bit of time. It depends on how elaborate. <laughs> well, the simple version is I. When I'm home, I pretty much live on smoothies and cheese. I don't really eat much else. Um, I eat out a couple of times a week. I eat like a grass-fed hamburger. I At eat five a, leaves. Yeah, five leaves. Mm-hmm. I eat an arepa once a week. I eat a dosa once a week. But um, for the most part, I started eating... I, I order raw, unpasteurized dairy. And the best part about it, it's like buying drugs because you have to meet a guy. He's usually always late. Um, <laughs> yet you can only pay in cash. <laughs> and it's illegal. So uh, I learned that once I started eating that, that like most of the shit I like is illegal and there's a reason it's because they don't want us to have it, you know? So yeah, yeah. I've um, tried to eliminate certain things out of my life, but um, I did go on tour and I definitely didn't eliminate it. Not... <laughs> I had steak and shake. I had in it. I went in. So Man, I will be like on the ill health kick, like working out every day, like yeah, crazy yeah. working out, you know, like, and then eating nothing but like zucchini pasta and like whatever and then i'll go on tour and it just all goes out the window no but that to me that's what you're supposed to do because you're supposed to live i think i I agree i completely agree like i i I, 
if we're getting into this, I was, I was, I only ate fish for for my, until I was about thirty, and I I, I hate the word pescatarian. Yeah. If there was one word I could erase from the dictionary, but I had this this uh, moment of clarity in Paris, and I was like, I've never had foie gras. I've, like, how many people get to travel the world for essentially free or this get paid for it? And I've I was in Korea, and then I started to realize like. Yo, that's what they do. Like, I need to understand their customs. Like, if I want to eat a certain right. way at home or this and that, but um, I find that you should be disciplined. But then, I know a lot like, of people that do that, though. I, yeah. I have a lot of New York well-traveled friends, whether they're in the music industry or not, that are vegetarian here. Yeah. And the second they leave the road, because they'll go somewhere and somebody will literally be like, "I killed this cow for you." Well, that and that's the thing. <laughs> and is it's that, like it's rude. Yeah, you know? totally. Well, that's the thing is that I feel like. I didn't have a passport till I was 25 years old. I, 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 yeah. I lived in the Midwest. I ate my mom. I never opened a bottle of wine till I was 28. I, I want to learn about things. So maybe, maybe if I ever have a kid that I could share the, to the fact that, yo, like, like when I went to Jamaica the first time I met all these kids at the resort and I was like, yo, I'll pay you a hundred bucks and I'll buy all you guys lunch, take me out. And, and so we, the, I took them to their favorite restaurant and they, oh, they all ordered fish. What with was the, it? Just a little fish stand. Like there was just yeah, in yeah. Montego Bay and they, uh, I was like, I want whatever you guys get. So I'd never eaten the eyes off the fish. Or the, yeah. And I just saw him going in. I was like, well, I'm not going to be the white dude that's going like, yeah, I only eat white meat. Right. So I just went in and it was an amazing experience. And from there on, like, it's led me to eating on the streets in Mexico City. Or yeah. I ate some octopus in Korea once that was still alive, like in my mouth. Oh, my God. You did that. I did it. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I could do that one. And I love octopus, but I don't know if I could do the... I had an idea, Mr. Mr. Nameless Engineer. Is there any way you could like throw a delay on our vocal, like King Tubby, (laughs) like when we put an air horn? Whenever I could put an air horn. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so um, since I'm a like a co-host on this show, I'd like to congratulate (laughs) Jess on her album coming out. I'm really proud of it. I'm proud of Jess, and she had me on, so I could say whatever I want right now. This is true. You can say whatever Um, you want. (laughs) Me and Jess are we we cut from the same cloth. We've uh, persevered in the game, yeah, and uh, circumvented some madness to to, uh, still be talking this shit for all you guys. I know we definitely met a really long time ago and have had some (laughs) some really crazy times. I feel like whatever crazy thing is going on in my life and wherever I'm in the world, you're there. That's factual information. <laughs> like randomly there. For better, for worse. <laughs> like whatever country it's in, whatever. It's just like for some weird reason, Nick's in town. Well, guess what? That's going to happen next week, too. I know. I know. I, I, um, also, Nick came out with an album. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a rap for this podcast. It's, yeah, this, this one's going <laughs> to... <laughs> Engineers like I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't Ladies even and gentlemen, be here anymore. <laughs> Nick Hook and Jess Jubilee, the, the greatest tag team known to man. Only samples, and that's it. Maybe if we keep talking, we won't play any music, and then you have to go check out our music on the other places you check out music. That, that could be the way to go. Although music is good, but um, you know we can do whatever we want right now. We could talk it. over the music while we play that's, the music, that's and true. then they have to buy it. <laughs> And they're like, what is that? I can't get it all. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I missed your release party, which was at House of Yes. And now, but by the time you listen to this, I will have been at your your release party in London. I'm looking forward to that. Which is going to be fire. And um, I can say that this has happened a lot. And 
that's part of working with people and being in this industry that yes, you get to travel and yes, it's lonely as hell sometimes. It is lonely and depressing. It's so lonely and depressing, (laughs) like so much. And the, the older you get, you're just like, what fucking life is this? I'm glad I know that depression is just a normal event. And like, it's shout okay. out to depression. Yeah, <laughs> because those highs feel really high after you get through those lows. You know, I can't remember what DJ it was, but like a bigger DJ recently tweeted, "Man, this is so crazy. You go from hands in the air to 800 people to being alone at McDonald's. Facts. In yeah. like, within like 15 minutes. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's so true. Like. It's just something, and I think I've brought that quote up, and it was a really recent quote, but it was too real. At least you've gotten all your friends laid. Uh, yeah. At least, like, a hundred times each. Oh, cool. Yeah, I agree (laughs) with that, actually. I know, people always get mad at groupies, and I'm like, um, you're not sleeping with your friends, so why don't you, like... I'm alone, son. (laughs) Like, let these girls come backstage, as long as they're not, like, starting a fight or whatever. Like, someone needs to go home with somebody at some point. And then then they remember you for bringing them together. (laughs) I know, I wonder... I've had this conversation. I wonder how many children we'll wind up making... Oh, yeah. Or, like, maybe already have. I feel like I might be responsible. Oh, I'm, like, I'm responsible for... I used to work at a sake bar that just quite... We could talk about that for oh, a Oh, yeah, you hours. are responsible <laughs> for the uh, first sake bar, maybe. I've definitely... De- I've, uh, <laughs> multiple human beings have been married and have children on my watch, so... um. I don't know. Maybe that'll lead me back to a wonderful woman one day of, yeah. of a great karma. Maybe like some like the most famous person ever will... You'll be at their gig and yeah, yeah, totally. find somebody. Um, and Saki Bar was not how we met, but it is how you met a lot of people. And yeah. to, to give you guys some background on that, um, Nick used to live in the East Village, and there was a small Saki Bar underneath him that is still there. Is it still there? Yeah. It's called Satsuko. It's pretty bomb, actually. It's on 7th Street between Avenue B and Avenue C. And Nick decided to pick up some Mondays there because why not? He lives upstairs. We're artists, and this is how we live life. <laughs> And Mondays are usually slow. This place is probably smaller than this radio booth. It held about 20 people at, at capacity. If you, but, like, pack them in. But we had about 60 people in there. Remember one Shirtless. time it looked like a... <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, should we go there? <laughs> we can go there, yeah. There's, shout out to Dances with White Girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Frog Dances. We've done some body shots in there. We've done a, <laughs> <laughs> we've done a rock, paper, scissors tournament in there. Oh, my God. Um We've definitely done about a thousand sake bombs with the garbage man. The garbage, there was this one garbage man that we would always make do a sake bomb. Were you you there the night we we watched nature videos over Timberland instrumentals all night? (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. So yeah, so basically a lot of DJs were coming here and playing Webster Hall or playing wherever they were playing and, you know, still around on a Monday. So it kind of just turned into this. (laughs) <laughs> members only club can we can we talk about the fact that this summer when my album got shelved for years because of album clearance that i've realized that that's what i was missing and that's why i started halcyon because yeah. i felt like i started a weekly monday that's going to become a pop-up but um i realized this year that i missed being in a little room with friends talking about music yeah. and that's what led me to my tour that i wanted to be in punk rock venues and just talking to kids and stuff like that and I feel you on that. And it's funny because I had my my album release party at Halcyon as well. And How'd it go? It was sick. Were people turned? Yeah. Feel- Everybody called me the next day like I didn't go to work. Good. I threw up all day. <laughs> I was like, cool. Like, I'll tell you what. There's some magic in that room. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm really, like, like, because 
let's be real. Like, if you're in a proper club experience, the club needs to facilitate your usage of whatever you yeah. use and not frown upon it. And like, you learn that from going to Berlin or, or America stunts everything we do. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So. It, it's a, in a function one and like a 75 cap never hurt anybody. And the people working there are really rad too. And they make it fun. Like, like Margarita's awesome. The girl that. Oh yeah. I love her. She's the best. And you know, a lot of, like I stopped in there like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I'm not done partying yet. Yeah. And everything was closing early. So I popped my head in and Todd Terry was playing no on way. like a Tuesday. That's why you moved to New York, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, and it was like one of those things. Like one of his friends, like was having a party. They asked him to play. So yeah. like, um, it's like a Wednesday. It's, it was a Wednesday night, and like Todd Terry is playing this tiny room. Like, you I'm, know, I remember when I first moved here, and like, it, it sounds crazy now, but I met Beans from Annie Pop Consortium, and I was like, "Yo, man, I just met oh, yeah. Beans, son. Like, this is crazy. Like, I'm in the LES, fool. Like, damn, what's gonna happen next?" And I guess it really manifested into a lot of next. I, yeah. Uh, New York, anything can happen. So if you're if you're trapped in a red state with um a bunch of people who eat ranch dressing on their pizza, get the fuck out of come there. Come on through. We got you. We don't judge motherfuckers here. We get in here. Yeah, totally. I mean, you could tell by the way it, it feels. If here. you're from a different country, you could work that to a visa, a green card. It's it's worked for many people in history. So um, I'm not scared right now. We got this, man. I'm not scared. I just think that like everybody needs to work locally. Facts. Like I think the number one step, and I tweet this all the time, is to literally be nice to the person next yeah. to you. You don't know what kind of day they had. You don't know what their background is. Whenever somebody's just like randomly mean to me, like on the subway, like like flat out purposely mean, yeah. it like ruins my whole day. I've 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 really thought about this a lot because I realize I feel so lucky that what we do that we get paid to make people smile. Yeah. And I've learned that um you know, you miss a train or a plane and these like uh, they get over on you for like and like it's like the cops, you know, and I've realized like cool like all right, if you, that's what you need to do, like I'm just going to let it go, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like you you just you literally have to like do what you can in your neighborhood. But and, like, people are living hard lives right now. That's the thing you it realize. Is hard. Like, I think that's what this elections made me realize is the way, the way people felt. We felt happy that Obama got elected because he was speaking to us. That's I, I that's that's how they feel right now. Like mm -hmm. they're as happy as we were. And that's being in a van for five weeks going across America. You realize that our country is. A wild place. Yeah. Like it's not like Radio One reaches the entire country in the UK. Yeah, you know? it's awesome. Think about that. Yeah, but it's not awesome when Brexit happens and they're stuck there forever. No. <laughs> like we can move. I to, mean, we can move to LA. We can move to New York. We could. That's the. I feel fortunate that like at the end of the day, we have a lot of outs, even though you're still in America. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're lucky that it's all about the people around you and yeah. who you fuck with and really who you what you choose to do to make a difference. And then it sounds really corny, but like, no, it's real. You can seriously, if you make two people's day that I've gotten like three messages because this yeah. idiot that opened up, um, this new club in Brooklyn was going oh, I, on. I, I, I saw bits of that. This yeah. Trump rant and like added stuff about women on there. And like, I was just like, this is a person like, like booking dance music. Like what? 
There's a lot of insecure people in this world. Like, what like, are you doing talking this way about women when your club is useless without them? Yeah, you came out of one, my G. Yeah, like, exactly. Were, so I left a comment underneath it, and like a lot of people saw it because it's a promoter in New York, and like I got like ten messages from girls. Thank you. Like, thank God. And I was like, I'm. I wasn't well, trying to help do anything. Like, I'm just annoyed. Yeah, but someone's <laughs> you know? got to do it. There, that's what I realized too. Is that. To be strong, you have to say things that not everyone agrees with. But then you, yeah. see, you see a lot of people come out to have your back or say thank you. Yeah, yeah. And in my head, I was just like, wait a minute. I'm not playing at this club ever. One time for Jubilee. <laughs> That's for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my air horn. Yep. Uh, remember the one time um, Nick helped me a little bit with this mix and showed me how to warp in Ableton. Uh, yeah. And I put an Ice Kid song on this mix a long time ago, which is really funny because he's like making a comeback right now. And he said a word that a um, homophobic word that I really did not appreciate in one of his songs. So Nick put an elephant noise over it <laughs> <laughs> for me. I'm about to have to make cleans for my album, right? Like yeah. today, which is never a fun thing. Never I, a fun thing. I had to make clean. I did a, I made the world's longest rap song with Vice and Hennessy and I had to do the clean versions for it, man. 45 minutes of rap cleans. It was miserable. Whoa. Yeah. How long's the song? 45 minutes. The song is 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like fifty rapper, you know the thing with yeah, Pusha yeah, T yeah. and Thug and all these, all these, yeah, folks that rap. Yeah, but you know what? The kids need to hear it on the radio. So. Well, I mean, maybe if Trump could say the things he says, maybe the only good thing he'll do is we could eliminate curse words that they don't really. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've never seen CNN write that on CNN.com. Oh my god! What is your favorite song that's a clean version that's better than the dirty version? Uh, well, I got. I think anything off the chronic because I think Dre was actually smart enough to make them rewrite cleans right. on the spot. So like, Busta. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like when the, the N word, he knew that he. I, 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 you, you're, you know, you're a good producer when you can make dudes rewrite clean versions. Yeah. Like, like I, I, if I ever told a rapper to do that, they'd leave. Right. You can't. You know. Yeah, that was like a. Th I guess that was so such a big deal back then with parental advisory that it kind of yeah. had to happen. Walmart. Well, the, your record could be die on impact if Walmart didn't take it back then. Yeah. Because it was all about MTV and driving physical sales. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I remember like, because you heard all those Dr. Dre songs like on the radio so much and then like actually hearing the CD later and being like, wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not what it sounds like. Yeah. Buster. <laughs> I think that T.I., What You Know, is a good clean version. Oh, uh, I don't know it. The one that it's like, hey, oh, oh instead yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's a good one. Oh, oh, but my hitter. Yeah, that's a really I'd good one, too. I'd say that's the most brilliant, because then you've encouraged Caucasians to say hitter for the rest yeah. of their lives. Like, oh, that you could say any two-syllable word instead of that word. Like, right. Guys, you could, you know. Oh, my God, there's nothing worse than, like, being at a rap show with a bunch of white kids screaming the N-word. Can we can we can I do a PSA right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Well, as Americans, most of us know this, but if you don't live in America, never use the N-word ever under any circumstance, please. Um, ever. ever. I'd rather have you call me a cunt. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, but there's there's never a good time to use that word if you're not if you're white or not black in my well, there's a New York rite of passage if you if you're if you're Dominican or Puerto Rican or something, but as a, as a as a general rule of thumb, don't use that word Ugh, ever. I've ever. seen I've seen people use it like, like they were 
they could. Like and, what? It's okay. Yeah, like, and no, you're like, no, no like, it's never okay. It's not okay. <laughs> Ever. It's, it's not okay. Like you don't, don't say that around anyone, please. <laughs> <laughs> Spare us the, yeah. the, the explanation yeah. and like the, the, my eyes might roll. Just trust me. Just, just <laughs> if there's one thing in this podcast I could leave you with, don't, don't, don't use that word. <laughs> please don't use that word. I mean, I, yeah, it's traveling. You learn a lot. In these, you learn a lot. And streets. like, that's another thing that like with what we're dealing with right now is that if you don't send your kids or if you don't travel and learn how other people live and talk to people, you're always going to be scared of everything Yeah. only because it's different than you. Yeah, you that's know? that's why Trump was elected the president. No, because none of those people have like. <laughs> well, fear works if you've like never gone seen, anywhere. If you've never, yeah, it's hard though because I think a lot about the, that because I didn't. I never left. Music's the only reason I ever left the country once, and you realize that if you have a family of four, just to get off the ground, like f- that's four thousand dollars. Not even yes. to like like that's not considering taxis, food at the airport. Like that's before you even got to France or wherever you're gonna go. So. That's why we all went to Florida and saw more white trash, you know, like, <laughs> right. like my dad was really good about like any funded school trip yeah. that like I could rate, like do fundraising for or like any sort of thing that that required any sort of travel. Yeah. Even if I didn't yeah. want to go, my dad would be like, just, will you just go like <laughs> sell all this rainforest candy crunch so you could go to costa rica or like you want to know my two uh, <laughs> high school traveling experiences what? in marketing class sophomore year everyone got to go to new york and they wouldn't allow me to go <laughs> so so then spring break everyone went to cancun and my parents wouldn't go, let me go so oh, i wasn't allowed to yeah, go yeah. either so yeah um, i felt pretty good because like last earlier this year when i was like i had a rough week and i booked i had frequent flyer miles and not only do i live in new york but i booked a flight to mexico in, so did in i one day i did the same <laughs> thing this week you, when are you going i'm going new year's eve sick i went in one day's notice oh you <laughs> just went yeah so i was like what word I, maybe that's my retribution is everyone has 46 kids in st louis now and i'm just wiling out so if you're young and listening to this don't don't freak out if they um if they're they don't understand that you're too ill to like to start seeing the world, yeah. But also book flights randomly. Book flights whenever you can. I, I had. Yeah. A Where really, are you gonna be? Um, I'm gonna be with Nafi. Oh, but I just told asked them if I could go. Yeah. I just asked Lau if I could go. So yeah, I want um, in, in Oaxaca. Yeah. I want to be there. And Can like, you tell them that I want to come? Yeah. We're talking like Hi, friends Nafi. right now. No, <laughs> it, it was one of those things where like they were like, "Hey, you should do this." Yeah. And like. You know, New Year's is weird. You're like, you kind of don't want to go anywhere. No, New Year's is, it's the ultimate it's, amateur it's night. It's horrible. And like, you know that because it's New Year's, getting back is just going to yeah. be like hell. And like, you kind of want to stay home or yeah. play for like millions friends. of dollars yeah. or play for friends. Yeah, 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 One of, yeah. It's like, if you're not, it's kind of, it's got to be really special I, for I me o- to want to leave the house. I only play for millions of dollars. So I'm not really. Only. Yes, yeah, exclusively. Hold on a second here. Oh, wait. <laughs> 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 That's my millions of dollars there, Horace. It sounds sounds great, actually. I'm out here. So yeah, so I I like wasn't I didn't make the decision and then kind of had a shitty 
Good call. Couple days, call. and then I was like, I don't care. Well, I'd like to be there too. Hopefully, that's <laughs> let's I'm, just I'm, all. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, who knows what's gonna happen? Because I come back on the third. Yeah. What if there's a wall around the country? Oh yeah, dresses. And what, <laughs> what if I get stuck there? I was like, I booked it last night. This the flight back because I only had booked a one way originally. And I was like, should I even waste money on booking this flight back or what? And wow. Like, what do, like, you don't, a friend is of ours. Is the wall going to go up to outer space? I don't know. <laughs> like, also, like, I've climbed a lot of walls, but, like, what's, <laughs> there's going to be a fucking wall. I, I, I have to hope that none of this is ever going to get done. Like, none of it. Like, like maybe we can just stop him from we're just, if we could turn the TV off for four years and never look at him, maybe it's going to be good for us. <laughs> AJ was AJ from Seed was at my house last night and he was just like, I can't believe we still have to hear this guy talk. He's so annoying. But we don't. We're the ones that <laughs> yeah. decide. Could, I, no, no, I, now we don't. Like before, we like we just wanted to stay informed, but now it's just like, okay, we we know what you're doing. Is like, the media allowed to to decline coverage of a U.S. press? Could you just stop covering? No, could, they get ratings. They love that shit. But I'm saying. If we stop clicking on stuff, like I, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna make a deal starting now to not read about Trump ever again. I mean, I made that deal a long time ago. I'm like, but, it's the same article over and over again. What are you doing? Yeah, you know, I, I did pretty good bypassing all this coverage this year. I feel like because if you turn these people into a Kardashian, they're gonna become the president. Well, Kanye is our only hope right now. Yeah, well, Kanye's always our only hope. Well, first the baby boomers got to die. Yeah, which sucks because they're my parents, but everyone dies. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, you sound like my dad. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, that's just factual information. So I feel like this is like we're starting to see like the erosion of of Caucasians. Um, they're like freaking like, out. This is like they're like this is all we we gotta vote this time. Like this is the last. Day. We gotta like, vote because this has nothing to do with us. But I mean, Trump in like could, ten years. I mean, seventy. We, <laughs> people die when they're seventy. To, he's going to be from seventy to seventy-four years old. Like he looks like a like a like one of your lizards at the crib, Dude, son. Like, like I like, you know, I like, hate you. I hate calling him a lizard person because I love lizards. I've always had lizards, by the way, guys. That's fact. Um, it's fact. Yeah. But he like actually has like lizard. No, no, he's qualities and like I don't like he looks like that iguana on Earth too. Can we talk about that iguana? We, we could. T- I've never seen it. Can oh I? Oh my go- god! Can you watch wait, it while you, we? Yeah, like uh, what are we watching? This, okay, see, this, I so, think we're doing good right now. This is the kind of podcast I want to be. What do you on. think, nameless engineer? How are we doing? <laughs> Smoke weed, eat pussy, uh, uh, take drugs, do it again. Um, fuck everybody. <laughs> fuck everybody. Uh, there was this. Um, what is it? Uh, the Earth Part Two. BBC documentary, there's a clip that that went out after the penguin fight, which I'm not feeling. There was like a male and female penguin that got into like a bloody fight. Um, (laughs) This is oh, don't let me back here, man. I'm out here right now. (laughs) Oh, I could narrate some classical music under us and stuff. You could do whatever you want, but yeah, there's this iguana that a baby sea iguana that gets chased by snakes, and it's been everywhere. And it's the best thing ever. So now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, tuned in at home. We're going to, everybody, click, (laughs) everyone go to this clip if you have not seen it, which I'm sure you've seen it by now. This is one of the best podcasts I've ever done. (laughs) Who knows? We might be watching pornos in a few minutes. There's no rules in this, right? (laughs) I'm going to narrate this like it's the, uh, the, so I'm looking at two lizards. They're looking at each other. One's rolling down a rock in the mesas. Oh, now a snake's rolling up. 
<laughs> We're just going to let this ride. He's looking. Oh, the tongues. <laughs> oh, here they go. One on one, fool. Let's get it. The snake looks ready to step, but the lizard, I think he's seeing out of the corner of his eye. Oh, I see. I see what you're seeing. He looks like a little pit bull. Snake slithering through the rocks. He's rolling up on him. The lizard knows, though. He's trying to pretend he doesn't know, but he knows. Very high-definition shot. The snake's getting longer. Sometimes, snake's sometimes getting snakes longer. get longer. <laughs> it's a shower, not a grower. <laughs> Yo, he's rolling up from behind. The snake. <laughs> oh, oh, the lizard just ran away. Oh, there's five, there's 50 snakes rolling out. Damn, this is how me and my boys used to fight in high school. So now he's getting chased by about 40 snakes. Obviously, the suspenseful music. Let's put some delay on that. <laughs> <laughs> so the lizard's got a... Damn, the snakes are... He's got like thousands of snakes wrapped around him. It looks like WWF uh, cage match. He's got out. Oh, he's free, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, he's running. The lizard is running. We got about 30 seconds left. We don't know what's going to happen. He's running up the rocks. Oh, there's things. There's, he's just run. Uh-oh. Kick the snake in the mouth. Snake's trying to bite him. He's going up the rocks. He's going to jump, I think. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> oh, he just scaled the cliff. He's out. A near miraculous escape. <laughs> Isn't that the best thing you've seen all week? Yo. <laughs> best podcast ever. <laughs> I know. I wish we could just do like a visual of that podcast, but. No, you can't do that. My storytelling no, is No, your storytelling is good. And if you turn the sound off and you watch it while Nick's, Nick comments, it's way better than the actual. We're kind of at the sake bar right now. <laughs> <laughs> we lit I mean, that was the plan. It's literally be at the sake bar. I'm not even high right now. Me neither. I haven't smoked weed since I uh, thought my roadie was dead on Saturday. Oh, my God. Yeah. How many times have you thought your roadie was dead? Twice. <laughs> so the first, you want to know, I could talk about the first time. So the first time, I, uh, we're in the age of social media, as we all know. But the last time our roadie disappeared, it was 2006. And um, the only picture, you know, back then there weren't thousands of pictures of every one of us. There was like six pictures of each one of us in existence. And the only picture we could find was him on tour with a koala bear in Australia. <laughs> and since you couldn't, social media, you could, you know, now you could go viral. That shit would have gone viral. But we were up taping posters of him on telephone poles trying to find him. So, um, yo, if, ladies and gentlemen, if you use drugs... Make sure someone's responsible for you that's <laughs> either not on drugs or that's really experienced at doing drugs. Because um, th th we, this roadie, ultimately, he cut it. His, he had a cut-up credit card, and he used it to fly to... Um, he took mushrooms in Atlanta. We thought he was dead. Um, we drove down this one street, which I drove down again on tour. I had I drove... Did you literally go back there for that exact uh, no, reason? No, no, it was an accident. Oh so this God. whole tour was crisscrossing lanes of men, women, and children. So... Um, we saw this street. I've never seen so many. It's you've, have you been to have you been through Skid Row in L.A. Right? Yes. Like it was like that. We just but threw like, a party there. Yeah, <laughs> I, man. I walked down Skid Row alone once in the daytime. Like, and it was actually no one fucked with me at all. It was pretty pretty amazing. But um, this was kind of along those lines. But uh, it was nighttime, and the, on our first day of tour, remember when Crunker Die was a thing? 
Yes. Like, like so he had a crunker or crunker die shirt. And uh, he, he traded that. He traded his crunker die shirt for for some crack in Tempe, Arizona. And so that's when we got really worried because he was good at doing drugs. So he would every time he did drugs, he would always be there for van call, like no matter what. And this time he didn't show up for like twelve hours. And and then he ended up. We called his mom. We told his mom we thought he was dead. That's why I didn't. This happened Saturday. I was like, no, no, you're not allowed to call his mom until we've called all the jails, right. the morgues. So, um, which also happened to a friend of ours a couple of years ago. Yeah. It turned out he just fell asleep eating pizza. Who was that? Michna. Oh damn. <laughs> Sorry, Adrian. <laughs> We're not sorry. We're not. These really tales not need sorry. to be told. I, I've been keeping a journal since 2011, so um, I've been trying to figure out like, when do you write a book? Like, I'm not dead yet, so there's not really a good definitive ending to my story. But there's a lot of stories. Like, do I just do like short stories, volume one from like 2011? How do you start this book? Now you just start it now, and then like decide when like you could start part two. Yeah. Wait. So, so you didn't call this dude's dad, m- mom. mom, or whoever. Yeah. Um. And and how, where did you find him? Uh, I ended up getting an email with basically two words in the body of the email and like sixty words in the subject. That um, <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know shit's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I heard Kanye only writes emails in the subject. No, we've. Yeah. That's how you email. Yeah. Yeah. But um. So yeah, if uh, he was uh. I guess brought to the mental ward, and I, I don't. I, maybe we shouldn't talk about this until like five years from now. I feel like there's a a five year grace period on. But when that you, was a long time. Oh, ago. we're talking about Rai Rai. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We can talk about that. He's alive. Um, yeah. So he cut his credit card up on mushrooms, and he flew to L.A. while he was tripping to try to go see this girl that he had. I guess a broken down relationship with him, but in that state of mind. Um, I th- and he didn't tell you. He just went. He didn't tell any to all ten of us. So we were in a. There was ten of us on this tour, and he just bounced. Yeah, uh, if you're young, if you're in your less than thirty, be 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 careful with your psychedelic <laughs> intake. You have a. There's your brain's still fragile. You you haven't established your career path. You you probably don't know how to do your own laundry yet. Yeah, that's um, true. Be careful with these drugs, man. They're they're powerful for a reason, in my opinion. That's very true, and once like I used to do a lot of weird things when I was very young. <laughs> But I feel like if I did it now, I'd be like, ah, I didn't pay my phone bill. No, no, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that, you know, I don't think I can really go that hard right now with all the stuff I have to do in my life. It's funny you say that because I've learned that I can't create until everything else in my life's done. If if I don't have everything external that could actually drive me nuts, I can't. I no, I can't I'm the make same music. way. Even with the studio, like if I have like a session yeah. and like something, a remix I need to work on or something like that, like I literally have to be like, okay, is my room clean? Are all no, these no, errands no, no, it's done? Real, yeah. And it's actually like, I know so many people. Like Star Eyes is one of them that yeah. can just like in the middle of what she's doing, like sit down like for two sh- hours and work on music. Not me. And I like seriously have to be in some crazy mindset where like brain is clear. You know what they say? What do they say? Distraction is the original sin. Yeah. I mean, but I am so easily distracted. Yeah, but like, yeah, because we got pacifiers. They're called iPhones. We have iPhones. We have no, they've, they, everything. Well, if it's the original sin, we all love to sin. And so everyone's capitalizing on us right. with these distractions, like lizards eating snakes. <laughs> that get, I think that everybody this week needs to see, or any week needs to see lizards and snakes because it has a very happy ending. That's facts. 
So you what's know? what's good, Jubilee? Let's, what else are we talking about here? Um, are we are we doing good? Do you like? Are you enjoying this direction? I'm enjoying it. Are you enjoying it? I'm having a blast. Ma- I, Rihanna, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up from Rihanna. <laughs> let's let's be real here. Like we don't need to force our music down your throats. We we assume that you guys are all very intelligent, free thinking individuals. That if you want to fuck with us, you will, and if you don't, you won't. So. Um, I agree. I'm not even going to campaign for myself at this point. <laughs> um, I think that we should... Can we play a song? Play a song, but I don't know what should we play. Well, what, what kind of vibe are we on? Around on whatever we want vibe. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's think about what today makes us feel. I got something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I have this exact thought today. <laughs> yeah, this is what we're going to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to make sense to everybody soon. I feel like we're like this is like Beavis and Butthead right now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And therefore, we're gonna skip to the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is this should have been Trump's theme song. I mean, it was close enough. He kept playing. You can't always get what you want. Watch, watch, this just came to my head, but I, I do have a, a nice little segue in order for this. <laughs> I learned to scratch today. <laughs> On CDJs. Yo, this, the ratings might fly off the shelf for this one. <laughs> Thump's gonna be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yo, shut up, Thump, man. <laughs> We gotta listen to the end. Yeah, yeah, the end's the best part. The end is when your mom gets really mad. You're I, blasting this out of your room. Fuck Queen's Khalifa! I think I was made for this podcast. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Don't why listen to I, my why record. Why am I making music? <laughs> this sounds like your old voicemail. <laughs> oh yeah. So can we talk now, Jess? Yeah. So I want to tell you something I did in January for two weeks. One 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 week was um, so uh, you know I work with LP. Yes. Shout out to Run the Jewels. Shout out Killer Mike. Yo, I just feel good that one of my friends is in the WikiLeaks of Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Right? That's that made me proud, man. It's pretty wild. <laughs> like, like those are my friends. So, so um, I actually got to go write music with LP and Zach De La Roca this year. I and, saw that. Yeah. So um, the segue is that that um, that. I grew up on Rage Against the Machine, and all of a sudden, I, I got to be a part of Zach's first solo song that he's put out since Rage Against the Machine. So, um, this is a song called Digging for Windows. I played a little bit of keys and helped with some programming. Please play it. Have you heard it? No, it's not tight. yet. What up, Zach? What up, Leon? What up, L? What up, Torbit? What up, Sweeney? 
What up, mom? What up, dad? It's dope. Fuck that bright shit, the spot of the flashlights. We in LA ducking both in the shadows with lead pipes. The days is all night. All night. If I pay Edison, no medicine These blues ain't no better when My free from rise in the jungle as quick as a price fight Days is all night Yeah, they all night The future's stabbed like a rubber band Off my phone on a hand-to-hand Eat two for the waist, put two in his roof and I can Still living screens all night These days is all night talk about this please this is nick hook featuring the egyptian lover remember when back in the day yeah when we were children <laughs> and for some really random and weird reason egyptian lover wished you a happy birthday on yeah, your myspace page i do so 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 
The first, me and my our boy dances with white girls. Shout out Frog, one of the strongest motherfuckers we know. Um, we went to see Egyptian Lover at Studio B. And while he was playing, we went up to his dressing room and, and drank all his vodka. We stole the <laughs> bottle of vodka. Yeah, you know this story? Yeah, of course. So, so fast forward like to two years ago, uh, I was doing some stuff with Serato. And he came by. We had a little studio house. And he came by the studio. And I told him I, I, I drank his bottle of, of vodka. On, I told him. And then I asked him if we could make a song together, and he said yes. So then, <laughs> when I went to the studio, I brought him. Uh, oh, you're gonna! I haven't told you this part. So, um, so I went to the studio, and I came with a bottle of whiskey. I, uh, he said he liked whiskey, so I brought him a bottle of whiskey. But guess what he was reading when I got there? What? The Penthouse with Jenna Andrews, or what's our Jess? Jess? Uh, what's our friend? That's Jesse Andrews. Yeah. So he was oh reading the Penthouse with Jesse Andrews on it, <laughs> and I was like, Yo, I know her. And I was like, he's like, I was like, she sings. He's like, get her over here to be on the track. So I texted her and she, and I asked her to come sing on the song. And she goes, I don't like electro because like she didn't understand that it was like our kind of electro. Yeah. Like, so I tried to get because he wanted, ah, uh, yeah. Why? Because not everyone knows what's good. Yeah. Shout out Egyptian. It's for all you motherfuckers that break dance and shit one of like the first artists I really liked when I was young because he was on the radio in Miami so much. You know, I've, I used to dig for hip hop vinyl and I bought this on accident and it was like the first record that brought me out of like 95 BPM. Yeah. So it's, this is a really special, not this one, but Egypt, Egypt. Egypt, Egypt was played at a lot of raves because it went in like with the yeah. same sound as yeah. all the Miami bass and stuff. Well, I... Um, if we're going to go there. I went to... I, last year, two years ago when I went to Movement, I went to this... um. I went to this discussion in the public library about how Detroit techno just they raised it they start they brought it this isn't Detroit music but how they brought all the Detroit music to Miami and everyone it's so just, similar and just add subs yeah. you know this is so good I love this part shout out to Niana he did a sick remix. It's funny, you played um, on your tour in North Carolina, in Durham. I did. And you played your song with... The, you have another song with Egyptian Lover. No, no, this is the only one. This is the only one? Yeah. Well, I have more that I haven't finished. I thought you had two. Maybe, the, maybe you played this one and somebody tweeted at me. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Like, this sounds like it's made for Jess. And You're I'm like, like that's funny because I love it. Oh shit, I just got my first album review, it looks like. Tell me. Live. Can we read it live? Yes. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to read my first album review to you guys. My album came out, it's called Relationships. If it sucks, that might be kind of tight. There's no going back from here. Oh, it's not that long. Let's see here. Do I want to read? Do you want me to read the whole thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me put some background music on for a second. Let me let me see something. 
<laughs> this is some music I made on my modular. Exclusive. Exclusive. Okay, let's see. Let's let's see here. I'm gonna read about myself over my own music. Electronic music and hip hop have always had a unique relationship, despite the fact that they, in many ways, evolved from similar revolutionary production techniques. They don't always find ideal synergy. Throughout his budding career, New York-based producer Nick Hook has continually blurred the lines between the two with a taste that proves an understanding of music outside of genre constraints. The versatility is a direct product of his diverse background in the industry, starting as a multi-genre guitarist and evolving into a producer who's worked with Young Thug, Run the Jewels, DJ Rashad, Hudson Mohawk, and Bauer, among others. And that's leaving out the star-studded list of collaborators in the rock world. <laughs> Who'd I collaborate with in the rock world? Relationships, his debut album, serves as a triumphant crescendo on his ascension, bringing in too many collaborators to list in a way that feels far more natural than similarly bold projects. Perhaps the secret falls in the album name. Hook seems to have a genuine understanding of the artist he's working with, allowing their input without ever losing sight of cohesion. I like these guys. This is from the Music Ninja. The album Shout out the Music yeah. Ninja. The album carries a steadily wavy, experimental vibe throughout from off-kilter McConan featuring Ballad All Alone to Awful Records posse cut Pro-Choice, a typically absurd outing for the AT Aliens. At the same time, Hook's not afraid to turn things up with the heavy-hitting grime cut, Can't Tell Me Nothing, posthumously DJ Rashad assisted Plus Three, East Coast Cypher Live While I'm Living, and Head, perhaps the hardest-hitting song, Remember when you had to read in class in front of everyone and it was hella embarrassing and weird? All that variation <laughs> is tied together by the project's brief but gorgeous instrumental moments, such as Forever and Evil is on the Rise, which features Hudson Mohawk. Relationships, which is out now in Fool's Gold, is an ambitious outing that could have gone wrong had it not been put together so thoughtfully. Rather, it plays out as a sonic adventure with something for everyone, but also the capacity to open minds by placing songs in the right context. I fuck with that. That's pretty That's tight. It. Thank you. I, thank you, Music Ninja. Yes. Thank you to people that sit down and listen. You know, let's talk about albums here. We, no, if, you, like, if you're going to listen, I mean, that person carefully listens to everything and cares. Yeah. And like, that is one thing that uh, makes me... You ever hear a song on the radio, like, out or like, whatever, and you, you ever think like, this song's cool, but... This song probably took like five months to make. Oh, yeah. Like all of them. <laughs> like nobody yeah. thinks yeah. about this when they hear a song, you know? And like I always when I was working on this, I, I thought about that a lot. So when it finally came out. Yeah, because you're crafting something to reflect you to show a stranger. Like I know you and I know your album's you. But the fact that you could basically tell someone this is what I'm all about in a different country I think it, that's why it took me so long to make yeah. that the actual music might have taken long, but it took my whole life, as did you, to present that this is who I am. Yeah. And it's cool because the people that know me really well are like, oh, this is so it's you. you. Yeah. And like, even if they don't know that kind of music that well, they still know it's me. Like if they're not into electronic music or whatever. But then that makes me happy because the people that had no idea who I was yeah. get it well the whole thing is to me if great music is great music it could be polka it could be country it could be heavy metal it doesn't i i, I think we're over this thing where like like you just need to present it to them the right way yeah like uh, i've 
I've played this record for for moms. My, you know, it's really interesting to see people resonate to things that are normal because that's when they get open. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't know I loved this. You you know you love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, exactly. Your whole life's a crusade to this. Our our lives, including Rihanna, the the nameless engineer, <laughs> and that's why we get fucked up in all this shit because sometimes we skin our knee, and um, yeah, the, mentally more and so it's than like, physically. It's, it's so. You can tell in people's albums, like like yours is one of them, and you know I've had a few friends release some albums this year, including people in this room that are silent, <laughs> um, where you can tell when they put everything in it. And some <laughs> albums you hear, and you're like, "Cool, this person's manager just slapped a bunch of features yeah. on it," and like. But that's the cool thing is that those. I look at it like if you go to a bar. There's a sports bar. There's a gay bar. There's a hipster bar. There's a yuppie bar. So if you know, there's a bar where people just try to fuck each other. So, <laughs> like, like, no, but I mean, it's true though. Like my my, I made my album for people. Like I, I feel like all my good good growing up experiences were based on an album broke the ice between me and st- some person. I right. was like, yo, let's chill together. And like while we're through this, like you know, whether it's a Dr. Dre album or. Like you learn about life and you learn about sociology and people and struggles and that's that's kind of what I'm I think we're missing these days, man. Right. Um, about to wrap this shit up. We so did I good. want you we're to done. play you I want you to play I'm gonna play a song on my album. I was just gonna make you play a song. Yeah, what do you what do, what do you want where are we going with this? I want to hear Infinite Loop. Okay, so we're gonna ride out. Can we talk about it before I yes, go? Yes, of course. So um I'm I, I wore I was I was here earlier today. I did a, a, a radio show with Star Eyes, one of our great friends. But um I wore my I'm wearing my Deftones shirt from this is from my parents' house when I was fifteen. And um I, my album's called Relationships. It's basically like a it's a it's a double concept album. The whole thing's got a lot of meaning to it. But um the the macro concept of the album is that like life and death are the same thing. We we've lost some good friends in the last several years, and um, oh shit, what up, fool? Damn, Goodness. proper villains is in proper the villains in this motherfucking <laughs> hoe. Um, so uh, my album starts and finishes with tracks I made with DJ Rashad before he passed away, and um, since I care so deeply about albums, I, I when I figured out the story of that I was going to make an album. I, I felt like if you make an album, your album's not tight unless the last song's great. So I had kind of started crossing paths with Chino Moreno from the Deftones, like in such a wild in a Nick Hook life situation. <laughs> no, I mean like 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 real talk. I, I became I was friends with a couple of those guys, and I, my first EP that I had I'd made vinyl, the Scion record, and I brought I went to see the Deftones at Terminal Five, and um, I brought two copies for Frank and Abe. And I'd never said a word to Chino. Like, like I don't talk to people. Like, I, I feel like if you get there, you get there. But you don't talk it's to people. Don't talk to people you look up to because mm-hmm. like, shit's weird. So, um, he grabbed. I agree with that. He, he grabbed the vinyl, f- and I had heard at this point he was playing Cubic Zirconia songs backstage, and that blew my mind. So he pulled he pulled the vinyl out of my hand. Side note: Cubic Zirconia is a band that Nick Facts was in for a while. But keep going. So, so, um. So yeah, so he pulled the vinyl out of your hands and he goes, "You're Nick Hook. I fuck with your shit." And I was like, "Whoa!" Like, like, did you just say that to me? And and like, I mean, Jesse was there, my boy Jesse. So, 
every member of the Deftones has like a giant PA in their dressing room so they can just blare music. So after the show, we went one for one on our iPhones playing every, like everything from Depeche Mode to whatever rap shit we were listening to at that time. So then you, you're going to love this, Jess. So then about a year later, I was at Beauty in Essex. I went to see Amari Toomer DJ. So, so not only was Chino there with a friend of ours, but guess who else was there? Amari Stoudemire. And I was what? like, that's me. Like, this is me. Like, yeah. the Knicks and cheat. Like, I was like, oh, like, whatever's going wrong in my life, like, you're in the right place. Like, that's, you're doing the, so, so then Chino came up to me again and was like, yo, son, if you ever need anything, like, holler at me. Like, like, honestly, like, 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 I'll, I'll kill it. And I was like, well, I know, I, I know every song you've ever made for the most part. So, um, when it was come time to, to do this, um, uh, my I still hadn't we never spoken my boy Hirsch reached out to him and so he he emailed me and he was like yo whatever you need I'll send it to you and the only rule of my album was that, that it's all been done in person 100% of my album was done in person so I had to write back like my actual hero and say that's tight but I need to either fly you out here or oh, I could start playing it star eyes did this today I'm gonna I'm gonna copy <laughs> her hold on a second so um so uh I flew out to um I flew out to Bend Oregon where he lives with his his wife and kids and and we um he picked me up from the airport and we fucking I got up at seven in the morning we went to get a coffee and he he straight up looked me in the eye he goes what's good what are you doing here and I told him my entire life story I was like I'm coming here because a couple of my friends died and I I had like I didn't I wasn't never making an album I just had to make this and I was like. I basically was like, what I want is I want that energy of music that when I was 14, that like, it was before I knew what fees were. It was before I was poisoned by everything, you know? So, um, yeah, this is, this is the last song on my album. And I'm, I think it's the, and Nasty Nigel, who we're all good friends with, um, he's a reoccurring character on my album. So he kind of got to tie it up and it's, uh, you know, rest in peace Rashad, rest in peace Dust, rest in peace Link. Rest in peace, Cooker. Rest in peace. I don't know everybody, man. We all go through this shit. Mm-hmm. So um, stay strong. Fuck everybody. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's our mantra right now. Stay strong. In this and day fuck and age. everybody. Yeah. No, just do you. Thanks well, for listening. Thank you. This is Jubilee. We're gonna end with Infinite Loop. And we're on Thump every two weeks. Shout out Thump. Shout out to Red Bull for letting us record here. Shout out to our nameless engineer. Shout out to Fool's Gold. Shout out Shout to Fool's Gold. Shout out to Lil Motherfucking Catch Deanie. Catch Deanie. Shout out to Jess Jubilee. <laughs> AKA Jubilee. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, I think your new name is The Glue. You're the glue. keeping us together. <laughs> like Sean Paul. The Glue. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Uh, Nick Hook at N I C K H O O K. In all the places for In the most part. In all the things. Do it. Don't not do it. Do it. Do it.
the other night about some paper I acquired. Oh, with all of you for all those senses you aspire. It's not enough, but when it is, I hate your pop off. I swear I owe two for some cold cuts and hot sauce. Copping 40s at the Wild Wild outside of Philly. I was only 14, kinda high, my uncle with me. But I saw you more like a brother, it's crazy. Cause the last time we spoke, it had been a while. It was all great. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 